now listening to another episode of the itunes speaks podcast with your host itunu thank you so much for listening in to the podcast where we talk about all things movies and tv and the art of filming itself on last week's um episode or podcast we played um a tune at the start and at the end of the podcast thank you everyone for your suggestions on where um, that particular tune came from on the hashtag name that tune game but the um, tv or film that it was from is actually guardians of the galaxy um and the song in in um that we're talking about is um fleetwood max the chain so if you got that right congratulations to you we're playing it again this week so if you can guess where the tune that you're hearing right now um silently in the background (laughs) or more importantly at the start and at the end of this podcast um feel free to send us a dm on our social so you can follow us on twitter at itunes speaks pod or on instagram at itunes speaks um and let us know where you think um this particular tune is from now in this week's podcast we're going to be having a short a brief discussion around race um particularly race in cinema and tv um and specifically talking about voice acting um, and how we've seen a few murmurings and a few actions that have happened over the last couple of weeks around voice acting and relating to race um, in TV. Now, racial inequality and systemic racism, you could say, have been at the forefront of discussions, not only in our minds, but also on social media um, and in the news um, over the last couple of weeks and months. Um, and, mass- and more importantly on a global scale um, massively since the killing of George Floyd back in May um, and how we saw how that sparked protests worldwide um, kind of protesting racial inequality the Black Lives Matter movement um, and talking about how we've had enough of racial inequality um, and systemic racism um, in the world and in the wake of George Floyd's death we've seen how um celebrities and more importantly companies and politicians have all spoken out against racism um and how you know they've also been subjected to 
scrutiny and criticism for stances that they've taken um, or they've taken in the past. Um, you know, you look at celebrities and comedians like Keith Lemon, who's a popular um, celebrity and comedian, um, popularly for his um, ITV um, shows, Bo Selector, and now he's had to come out and apologise for blackface that he's done. You look at Anton Deck and Jimmy Fallon, they've also to, had to come back and apologise for stances that they've taken in relation to blackface in some of their shows in the past. You look at um, showrunners, you know, Anthony and Joe Russo on, on Community and Scrubs, they've had to pull some of their episodes um, from um, streaming services that have shown some of their characters depicting blackface in the past. So we've seen how, you know, these protests into racism and underlying racism in, in the entertainment industry has, has not been, is not also gone off scot-free. It's also been affected by um, some of the um, protesting that we've seen happen and more importantly the discussions around um, racism um, in, in, in society. Now we've also seen voice actors come out um, not only to um, apologise for stances that they've taken but actually step down from roles. Um, particularly white voice actors. Now, Jenny Slate, who is a comedian that plays um, a biracial character on the Netflix TV show Big Mouth, she plays Missy on Big Mouth, has had to actually come out and step down from her role um, as Missy, um, and she announced it on Instagram and stated that she wanted, or she felt like that character, who is biracial, but um, is black, should be played by a black actor. And in her statement, part of what she said um, was that she reasoned that within herself that it was permissible for her to play Missy because her mum, Missy's mum, is Jewish and white as she is so she assumed that because um, the character's mother is white and Jewish <laughs> that it was acceptable for her, uh, a fully white um, woman, to play a um, biracial black character on an animated tv show she then further clarified and said that but missy is also black and char black characters on an animated show should be played by black people first of all <laughs> um congratulations for <laughs> seeing um the right stance to take but ultimately it poses the question that what would validate you assuming that you could play a um a biracial character when you are not biracial um, and the suggestions are that she, um, you know, and on an, on an executive level, she was seen as the right voice actor to play um, the character. Um, and it poses a question that we'll get to a little bit later on in the podcast. Now, the next day, um, Christian Bell, who is known for um, her Netflix TV show, The Good Place, um, in her TV show, Central Park also stepped down because she was playing a biracial mixed character as well. And she said playing the character of Molly on Central Park showed a lack of awareness of my persuasive privilege, or you could say her white privilege. So again, this is another white voice actor 
who has realized <laughs> that hold on a minute i'm playing a black character but i'm fully white and yeah it's a bit it's a bit mad right now with everything that's going on so let me step down from the role so the question posed is are they doing it for the right reasons or are they doing it simply because it's a political move and rather than um you know lose fans um and more importantly lose revenue on some of future shows that um they might or future films sorry that they might do future projects that they might do that do you know what i'm just gonna i don't need the heat right now so i'm just gonna step down from this role is it being seen as a political a political move or is it is it more uh, and like they said in this statement an awareness of their privilege um and an opportunity to give black voice actors an opportunity that really they should have gotten to begin with i think it's 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 a little bit of both I think that I'm not saying that these voice actors um, are doing it simply because they know that they're going to get backlash if they continue in their roles and I'm not saying it simply because oh they've come to a, a you know they had a, a a revelation after the death of George Floyd and came to their senses and saw that oh okay maybe I'm not doing um, the right thing by playing this this particular character who happens to be um, of a different different um, ethnic background to myself but i think that it's a little bit of of both as i mentioned and i think that they've just come to um a decision that <laughs> is favorable for them is favorable for um them in this in the current climate that we are in um and brings an opportunity for um a voice actor of color to be able to play a role that they really should have been playing to begin with now we've seen in shows like the simpsons in shows like family guy um of them also acknowledging that in the past they had had white voice actors playing non-white characters so for instance the simpsons have also made a statement saying that no longer have white will white characters or white voice actors be played by non-white voice actors so in a sense they're saying that no longer will non-white characters so characters of color they will no longer be played by white voice actors and then i had to look into that and i actually realized that carl from simpsons and dr hibbert from simpsons um were played by by white characters and these are black characters they sound black <laughs> and they're played by um by white voice actors and even apu on the simpsons who's played by hank azaria you know it's he's white <laughs> And you, when you every time you watch Simpsons, you know Apu has such a you know that that cliched accent, and you know there was even a documentary that came out titled "The Problem with Apu," which I would recommend that you know if you've got some time you watch it because it's a really really good documentary that goes into the um, where this you know how this this um, the fact that this white voice actor was playing this um, this Indian character you know how indians real indian americans actually felt about the character um and there was even you know in the trailer you could see how they were saying that if you like apu then is it that you like apu or you just hate yourself <laughs> because that character especially you know the accent because when it comes to voice acting especially when it comes to like animated tv shows and stuff like that where you're not seeing the who who's play who's voicing the character um it's it's very easy to get drawn into what you're to visually what you're seeing because we're visual creatures but actually realizing you know we're asking a question that where is this coming from in terms of the authenticity of the voice voice acting and when you look at apu you know 
it it derives from a cliche like i mentioned of you know thank you very much and all of these things they come from somewhere <laughs> you know and that particular voice acting of apu came from a cliche of you know americans teasing and making fun or making jest of the indian accent so when it you know when you really think about some of these characters and how historically they've been played by white voice actors even down to family guy in cleveland being played by mike henry and how he had to stand down you look at robin williams playing aladdin you know all of these white voice actors who've played non-white characters in the past it's it because of everything that's been going on right now and especially on social media this is such a, a relevant question that needs to be asked right now that are we okay as a viewing audience and as a society with the representation that we are getting on these tv shows because if we are happy with it which we have been up until this point because if not these discussions would have been had earlier than now what has changed and you could say that it all derives from uh, people of colour now feeling more comfortable and feeling more empowered and feeling more, you know, you could say fed up even, um, to the point where they feel like they want representation, accurate representations of characters that represent them or rap characters that are meant to represent them in these TV shows. You look at, and it again, it poses the question on the other side as well, because you've had very popular and very successful black voice actors play non-black characters as well so you look at phil lamar who played um famously played samurai jack who's an asian character you look at james earl jones the, you know the the very very popular voice of mufasa and and more importantly darth vader darth vader is a white character but it's played by james earl, james earl jones who's a black character um you look at Eddie Murphy who played Mushu in Milan. All of these very popular vo black voice actors have also played non-black characters. So the question has been posed that, okay, then if, if that applies to one, should it apply to all? Should black voice actors really be playing non-black characters? And should it just be a case that voice actors are just sticking simply to their ethnicity or simply to their race? Now, I have my own personal opinions on that. I think when it came you know, in the example of James Earl Jones playing Darth Vader, I think it came down to um, what the producers and, and, and James Cameron, what, what they wanted um, Darth Vader to represent. And it was to be this imposing, threatening, scary figure um, that we know Darth Vader to be. Now, if you, especially fans of, of Star Wars, could you imagine Darth Vader's voice not being James Earl Jones. It would be insane to even consider it. Even up until um, Rogue One, where we got a glimpse at, um, where we got a you know new Vader scenes and, and, and near the tail end of that film, they brought James Earl Jones back to do, to play that particular role. So you can imagine, he's such an important, um, such an important person and such an important important voice actor um to that particular role that they they just couldn't lose him now could you imagine that being played by someone else per personally for me i cannot and i think that that question of black voice actors playing non-black characters it moves away from the point that is being made by some of these standing downs and some of the protests that have happened where there's been a long accepted notion that you know these voice actors or the behind the screen industry that these actors are permitted to play all characters um because we don't get to see who it is 
we don't get to see who the voice actor is and that takes away from the authenticity of the character that the voice actor needs to bring the performance that the voice actor needs to bring you know acting ability you know comedic timing all of these things are critical to voice acting of course they are but it goes away from what is clear and what we know is 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 reality which is that you know these successful and these talented white voice actors you know we're not taking away from them but what they're doing is it's an acknowledgement that in a predominantly white industry there are talented non-white voice actors that can play these roles with better authenticity or with greater authenticity with roles that they're more familiar with in terms of the black experience or in terms of the the Asian experience or the Indian experience greater than what white voice actors can do and again it's not to take away from what these voice actors have been able to bring in the role but it's to say that when it comes where does it come from in terms of authenticity like we said with Apu and the, and the voice and the accent thing if an Indian character was Indian voice actor was able to play Apu I believe that there wouldn't have been such a, um, a backlash over the voicing even if he sounded the same because we know that it's an authentic Indian accent rather than one that's been derived from a place of mockery or a place of jest. Ultimately, it's about awareness of privilege, um, which you know Christian Bell has said and you know Jenny Slate have said, and how these actions are the first step in bringing awareness to, you could say, an executive level where in the boardrooms, and up until this point, you could say that when you look at it, we've been looking at it from a perspective of a consumer, like I said, but when you look at it from a boardroom perspective, it's about, you know, these these executives are asking, which voice actor is going to make me the most revenue? Which voice actor is going to make me the most money? And if that happens to be a more notable white actor over, um, an act, a voice actor of colour, you can bring the authenticity to the character, they're more likely to go in the direction of a white voice actor. Simply because even if it costs more, I know that I'm going to generate more revenue, I'm going to get more sales, I'm going to get more eyes on my product, and when it comes to an economical decision, I'm always going to go in that favour. And what we are actually saying and what these protests are bringing to light is, is that no, it's not simply okay to just say that the most notable actor, and if they happen to be white, then they're white. No, that, that's who I want. No, no, we're moving away from that now. And what we're saying is, is that we actually want more authenticity in cinema. We want more, we want there to be more than just money and more than just revenue being taken into consideration when these characters are being created. But then there's also a larger um, point to be made, which is that the majority of these characters are coming to these TV shows from a white perspective so it's you know family guy is from a white perspective simpsons is from a white perspective you know scrubs and community they're from white perspectives you know even big mouth that are you know it's a diversity show the main characters are white the jewish and white and all of these stuff and what actually needs to happen is there needs to be more consideration to bring and to create tv shows and movies also that represent different ethnicities and different you could say perspectives on things so if you're bringing in a, you know you want to have an african kid watch a tv show of the african reality or the african perspective you want to have an indian character or an indian you know child or an indian family watch the indian experience on tv where it's not a white 
interpretation of the Indian perspective, but actually authentically from an Indian, you know, producer or an Indian writer or an Indian actor or an Indian director. Because until we're able to get to the point where it's not a white perspective on the black experience or it's not a white perspective on some of these other um, nationalities or these other ethnicities that is the only way that on an executive level we are able to say that there is no way that on a black experience we are having a white voice actor play a black character on screen and that's the key thing that if we're able to um especially and this is you know this is a message for all content creators that push your product sell it you know not sell it but what i mean is is that don't just you know think that you can't it won't be picked up but be bold and make some of these pitches we've seen on bbc3 more black experience and more black shows coming out it's so beautiful to see and it's important that we see more and more of that on a mainstream level and in mainstream cinema and tv and that's the way that we're able to move away from the white perspective where we're able to move away from just simply assuming that because uh, we're seeing a black character on tv that has been played by a black actor and it's bringing awareness to the fact that we as the consumer have to look at more than just our experience in terms of is the character making me laugh or is the character making me cry yes performance is key it's very important part of what makes voice acting such a niche role or a niche market is because there aren't you know there are a lot of very talented voice actors yes but it's it's a very difficult craft to get into there are so many intricacies and so many different little things that you need to master in order to be a very good voice actor and there have been actors who have literally made millions of just voice acting alone we've never ever seen them but we know their voice and their voice is so important to the role you know we, we need to get to a point where some of these tv shows and 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 the, on an executive level they are creating opportunities for non-white voice actors to be able to to play some of these roles and i think that's key as well so that's everything for this podcast thank you so much for listening in if you have any points around this topic that you feel are critical and key um, feel free to um, let us know on our socials on instagram and on twitter you can obviously listen to this podcast on spotify and on soundcloud as well so yeah until the next episode uh, thank you so much for listening in please share and like this post when it comes out Until next time, see you later. If you come